Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 93, Planicking. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Changeable, episode 93. Man, I don't know where 93 weeks have gone. Um, The last five weeks feel like 93 weeks long. (laughs) So today's episode is about planicking. You may be wondering, what the heck is planicking? Or you may hear that word and know right away, wow, that's the best word ever invented. So someone actually emailed me and... um, and said she was so excited because she came up with the best word. And then she did a little bit of Googling and found out that it actually already existed. And the word was planic or planicking. I don't know. But um, as you can probably figure out, it's a combination of planning and panicking. And she talked about how she had been in a little planicking mode Um but was so grateful for what she had seen about how we work and where uh, where wisdom and common sense come from, that they don't come from our plans and they definitely don't come from our planics. Um, and that, you know, just how much it had helped her, helped her get through this time. But the word, I just, uh, obviously, it's a very cool word. It's a word that we can all relate to. We've all had planic sessions. We've all planicked to some extent. But what it really brought up for me and what I want to talk about in relation to this word is just how, uh, it doesn't sound like enough to say it this way, but just how resilient we are and just how little we need to plan and know things ahead of time. Because in relation to what's happening in the world right now, you know, most of us were completely thrust into this with very little warning, very little time to plan or planic. And I have to think that's kind of a good thing. Now, let me say up front, I'm not saying that I'm not talking about world leaders. <laughs> like I I wish that world leaders had seen this coming because obviously that would be different in a lot of very, very, very important ways. So that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about us average, everyday, normal people where the biggest things that we have to plan or planic around are, are big things with things like, you know, our own safety, our own lockdown, our own uh, grocery supplies, our, our own education of our children, how we're going to handle work, what we would do when like so many of us, you lose work or you're temporarily out of work for a period of time. All of that is stuff that we if someone had told you in January that that was going to happen in March, how do you think January to March would have gone? Versus finding out in say, and I'm speaking as an American here, but finding out in say early March, okay, this is actually something to take seriously. And by the following week, everything had changed and shut down. 
So, so how do you think it would have gone if you had had two months to know what was coming versus having what we did have, which was about a week, uh, you know, maybe a few weeks, probably in other parts of the world, but um, a week to a few weeks to know what was coming. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think there's absolutely no question that that mentally and emotionally and even circumstantially and in terms of our plans and our supplies and all of that kind of stuff, we're be- we were better off the way we had it. Because I think if we had known in January, oh, this thing is coming, we would have spent two months freaking out, panicking for things that we couldn't possibly have, have actually planned well for. You know, like we, we would have gone out and bought all the groceries and all the toilet paper and hoarded, started hoarding all of our stuff and all of our money and we would have crashed the stock market and all of that would have happened in January rather than in March. And we would have spent months hovered in a corner, scared to death of what's coming in two months thinking, how am I going to handle it? What will I do? How will it go? I can't, I can't do it. I'm not cut out for this. Meanwhile, it still would have been January and February where life wasn't different. But if we had known, we would have made it complete and under hell for ourselves. No question in my mind, as soon as we knew. Because that's what we do as humans. You have to love us so much. We are so funny and adorable and our minds our minds are so creative and so just trying to help us that they would have thought of every possible scenario, most of them horrible. They would have played them out for you. Yes, they would have bought some things and done some things to prepare in the name of, you know, being wise and resourceful and helpful. But most of that time would have been complete complete sheer utter panic or maybe just plain old panic without even the planning in there. The way it worked, we had a week to maybe two, three weeks, if you're lucky in some cases, and we figured it out and we're still figuring it out. We're still figuring it out moment by moment by moment. We're still in some cases, in some moments, panicking, maybe panicking. (laughs) That's still happening. But I think think it's a beautiful illustration, an amazing story of adaptability and resilience and wisdom and life living us that we had no time to prepare for this and we're working it out. We are doing the best we can do and we're getting through it. And again, please hear me that I am not at all saying that I don't wish doctors and governments and all of that knew this way ahead of time because nothing is more important than peace of mind and and being alive. And I think a lot of that could have been saved if those people had known or, or maybe done things differently. I don't know. But I'm just talking about us everyday people. Look at how resilient we are and look at how much... Look at how much we've just risen up to do the best we can with what we have. There's a Facebook page for my neighborhood that I really try to stay away from and I do a pretty good job, but my husband's on it. So he tells me what's going on in there. But, you know, yes, there is all kinds of petty, you know, uh, 
keep your dog in your own yard and please don't park your car covering the sidewalk because people are trying to go for walks. There's, there's some of that stuff. There always is. But by and large, especially recently, I can't tell you how often, like I've actually gone to that Facebook page more in the past month than ever in my life because I've peeked on there or he's told me, you should look at it. And it's somebody saying, hey, I have extra toilet paper. Tell me your address and I'll leave it on your porch. People saying, hey, I have hand sanitizer. I know there are a handful of nurses and doctors in the neighborhood. You know, who knows where they live because I'm going to go leave it on their porch so they can take it to work. Like there's just amazing stuff that, and, and it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We can always see this, you know, and time to think <laughs> and time to plan is a luxury that sometimes isn't so luxurious. <laughs> sometimes it hurts us. And I just think that, I just think that there's such a bigger thing to see in that. There's a bigger message. Like, in what way would it, does it possibly make sense that, you know, to a mind, it will never make sense that, that being thrust into something or not having time to plan and think about it could be a good thing. Your mind is going to just explode at the thought of that. It will look like, no, it is always better to know what's coming. It is always better to plan and look ahead and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know, you know, thinking about things, imagining things, planicking about things, not so helpful. What humans really have that we sometimes don't get to see because we do often have the quote-unquote luxury of time and knowing what's coming. What we have is in this moment, true to life, real time, guidance, common sense, wisdom, resilience, resourcefulness. Like we just see what we need to see it, when we need to see it, and we do amazingly well with that amazingly well. And this past six weeks or whatever it's been, oh my gosh, what what an opportunity to see just how well we do with, with what our minds would have freaked out about had they had the opportunity to freak out about it. It's amazing to think of what this might show us and teach us, like what we're seeing from all of this. We may not be seeing it, of course. We're not seeing it all right now. We're not, we're in the middle of it. So your your vision is limited in the middle of anything. But I can't see how at some point this isn't going to be one of those things we get to look back on and say, wow, look at how well we did with with if you know again if you just look at the facts of what's happening a global pandemic where no one is truly safe and so many people will lose jobs and lose loved ones and all of this like it'll freak a mind out but we get to look and say oh my gosh look at look at what we saw from that look at the i hope positive change that came from this situation that no one would have wanted to be in no one wants to be in you know, look at how, look at how little we do need to know everything. Look at how we just rallied and just did what needed to be done and found ways of, 
of making the best of things without having to sit down and think about that. Just naturally, we are all, every person I've talked with, I've talked to so many people that are dealing with this in so many different ways from, you know, from huge anxiety to to loving it, to seeing the beauty in it already. And we're all just naturally not our heads, but us. We are being lived to just see, reach for things that make sense, you know, and make the best of it. I think this is this could be one of those stories of like incredible resilience, you know, and and for it to happen in such a shocking, big, dramatic, out of the blue kind of way, just makes it even even that much better. It just it just shows us what we do have available to us, what we are capable of, especially when we don't have time to sit around and think about everything. You know, in my in my own experience of it with my family, um, I, I always knew my kids were really resilient and my husband and I are really resilient and like none of that would have been a major concern, but there's no doubt I would have thought, because my kids are also very extroverted and very... They're people, people. They just love people. And, and there's lots of people in our neighborhood, lots of friends and people that they're constantly around. They love school. People, you know, we've joked about homeschooling in the past. And for us, it just would have, we, we joked that it would have been a, a complete nightmare for our children to homeschool. Not just because we're not, <laughs> my husband and I are not great teachers, but um, we aren't. But um but because it would almost be like torture for them. Like our kids are so social. They love just the interaction and the being in groups and all of that. And yet I can't even tell you how overall easy this has been. How they have just, they they just, I don't even want to say they've, rallied or they've just dealt with it because it honestly and most times it doesn't even look like there's anything they have to deal with it's like it it looks like yes totally unprecedented I can't even imagine as a child trying to wrap your head around what's happening but but they just understand it as much as they understand it and they've just it's like what I, what we see in them is their mind doesn't seem to be very often going off into what should be. And, and we aren't saying things like, oh, today would have been your field trip. And, you know, we're just, we're just present. We're just present. We're just right here. So we aren't having those conversations with, which is helpful, but that's just the adult mind that wants to go there anyway. The kid mind, we're never going to go there. The kid mind, like they, they aren't doing a lot of that at all. And they're just here and they're now, and they're like, can we play a game or can we call our friends on messenger kids and they're doing some of that and and they're just making it work in a way that doesn't even look like there's anything to make work. <laughs> like that, I think that's what it means to just live in the moment and to just be present. And it's amazing. And yeah, it's not always easy. For sure, they've had moments where they're upset. We've canceled two trips. There's a lot of stuff that they've had to give up and they know that, but it's almost like, it, I don't know. It just looks like there's this way in which they, they could run off with their mind, but they're just, they just don't. They're just so present because they're little people who live here in the present. And that has been beautiful to see. 
amazing to see. And again, please don't hear that as saying like they've just adjusted perfectly and they're just these, you know, I have super resilient kids. I think all, they're just showing what all people are capable of when we aren't really caught up in our heads. Even when they suffer, even when we hear of other kids that are struggling more and having a harder time with it, they're just feeling feelings that are all okay and all normal. And then they just come back to the present and do what makes the most sense right now. And and man, it's just amazing. It's amazing to see that and to really have this lesson and get this reminder that this is what this is what we're all designed for. This is what we're designed for, that life lives us in this moment and we can plan all we want, but ultimately life lives us in this moment and we get what we need when we need it, not when we're thinking about it ahead of time when we think we need it. So I hope, I hope this has been helpful. Um, I hope you're all well and healthy and seeing some gifts in what's happening. And if you aren't, that's okay. If you aren't seeing any gifts and you're just angry and scared a lot of the time, that's okay. That is okay. You will not be there forever. And even when you are there, it is okay. It's just life moving through you the way she's moving through you. But know that that's all it is. It's not the world doing that. It's not, it's not reality. It's not you. It's just the way life's moving through right now. And there's so much change and it's always changing. So no matter where you are, you'll be somewhere else in a minute. <laughs> and that's all great and okay as well. And thank you, Christine, for sending me the planicking word because... Um, I really loved it and I hope I hope you guys did too. Thank you so much for listening to Changeable. If you enjoy this podcast, please let me know by subscribing or maybe even considering leaving a review. iTunes reviews are so valuable in helping other people who need change to find their way here. I'll talk to you next week.